Hey, Long Island Ladies Podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Just let me explain. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast so you can hear it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hey, you're now tuning into the Long Island Ladies podcast, where every week Andrea and myself talk about the latest topics and issues. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and let's get into it. Cheers. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Long Island Ladies podcast. And I'm here with Andrea. Hi, guys. What's going on? Nothing. It's good to be back. Yeah, Yeah. I'm excited that you're back. I mean, it was nice that we had guests and, you know, people coming in and filling for you. Mm -hmm. But... And last week, I feel last, like uh, yeah. episode I eased in. A I know bit with you and Francesca, but I was like, I, I was like, I really miss Andrea. I wanted to come back. <laughs> I think we have like such a good flow. Not yeah. that not not that every you know our guests were great. Yeah. I love them. Francesca did. She was wonderful. Megan was great. Thank you, Alyssa. Thank you, Megan. Thank you, Francesca, for filling in for Andrea. Yeah, but thank you very much, guys. It's like I wanted you to be home. <laughs> yeah. It was like this, like our our little baby. This is yeah. our home. And speaking of baby, yeah. I figured that we talk about your baby, yeah. baby. I call him Baby A, Baby yeah. Austin. Yeah, he's he's gotten so many little nicknames uh, so far already. He to, he's actually seven weeks old today. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, between you, you know, you also call him, uh, you know, Chicken Nugget, which Chicken I think Nugget. Is I like that so name, cute Chicken little Nugget. nugget. And um, yeah, he's just. He's so funny. Like he, he has such a personality already. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I wanted to talk about my pregnancy, or I should say, labor experience, because it was nothing, nothing of like course, what. Yeah, it was nothing like what she. I had planned. planned. You know, yeah, I, that's just typical. I feel like typically, you know, it doesn't usually go how you think it's going to go, and I was prepared for that, but it went completely opposite. Right. Right. So. Um, you know, as you guys may know, if you listen, you know, to previous podcasts, I've talked about it that I wanted originally to the do water, water birth. birth. That was like my, you know, yeah. but at a hospital. Right. Well, that's really hard to come by on Long Island. Like, yeah. There's you, only, all, you had to go to a specific hospital. There's one that. hospital. It was not, in, it's not in a great neighborhood. It's not guaranteed that you can have a water birth there because they're not well staffed. It's like on and on. So that was kind of out. And then so, but I found a midwife that I really liked. She was with a good, um, you know, practice of people. There was other mm-hmm. doctors just in case. She worked, went out to Winthrop. So, and she was so, so great. So great. I love her. Right. And, um, you know, she was like, if you want to go be in the shower during labor, you could do that. So that one, that like kind of. How does that work? Just kind of like hang out in there. I didn't end what up do you doing do you it. Stand in the, like, what did she explain it to you? Like, yeah, do there, you stand there, in the shower while you're. seat too. Oh. In the hospital showers, you That's know. That's so weird. Um, yeah. So, but that didn't, I didn't even end up do, letting, you know, being able to do that. So, he was due on January 1st. Come January 8th, he still had he not. here. He still had not graced us with his presence. 
Um, I remember when we were together on um, New Year's, uh, somebody had said, I think you posted that picture up of yourself yes. in the with the bra top yeah. on, but you had like, it was like a sports bra top. Yeah. And so uh, I think Christina had said, it doesn't look like her stomach had dropped. Right, exactly. I mean, it was out. Yeah. But it wasn't like I kept saying down. that too. I said, I feel like he hasn't dropped. He hasn't dropped. I kept, you know, right. when you get that close to giving birth, you have to go back to the doctor, you know, every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said it too, like, he's still not coming down. He's still not coming down. And I had, I went for a walk with Tara, like maybe a few days before. And I was like, I feel like his head is just stuck. Like it's not, <laughs> it hasn't dropped. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, kind of joked about it, hoping that that wasn't true. And that's actually exactly what turned out to be the case. Right. Um, so yeah, on the eighth, Chris and I went to the, to see my midwife and mm-hmm. she said, okay, well he, it's, you know, eight days later and nothing's happening. So we're going to try to induce you. She tried. So that night we had to go into the hospital. Right. I worked up until an hour. That, that, yeah. <laughs> an I hour was there before. the night. We were there the night before she left. Yeah, that night. We had dinner really quick before she left. Yeah, we had sushi we, Friday. We had sushi Friday. <laughs> like, because she didn't know when she was going to eat again yeah. after that. Because we had no idea what was going to happen. Because she was going to be induced. So. Right. So we ordered, like, you know, a bunch, bunch of sushi and cooked for me, obviously. And um, ate. And then I finished, you know, packing. And then I left. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you were still at my house when mm-hmm. we were, like, walking out the door. I locked the door. For, yeah. I closed up the door <laughs> yeah. for you. And uh, so we went to the hospital, checked in and everything. And they tried, you know, to induce me um, more naturally first, which Chris laughs because, you know, once you go into the hospital, mm-hmm. there's, like – no privacy, no, like, you're just, your legs are spread for whichever doctor needs mm-hmm. to come in. It's, like, yeah. crazy, you know? Like, I was pretty, mo- I'm a pretty, like, modest person when it comes to that stuff. I get, you know, weirded out. But, yeah, no, there's no snow. But I don't think you're modest anymore now. No. <laughs> it's just, like, okay, whatever, you know, legs need to be open, sure. So this, Chris laughs because this um, uh, resident came in, mm-hmm. really nice guy, but within two minutes of saying, you know, introducing himself, his freaking whole hand was up there. You know what I mean? And, oh, God. And then after, he was like, oh, nice to meet you. And Chris goes, shouldn't you have said that before you stuck your hand yeah, up there? Yeah, right. No, um, terrible bedside manner. <laughs> no, Jesus. but it was just funny. Like, you know, he was nice. But it was just, you know, there's just so routine about it. Right. So um, long story short, that didn't do anything. You know, water didn't break. I didn't progress at all. So um, the next morning... They um, said, okay, we're going to start the Pitocin. My midwife, again, was really nice. She was like, listen, eat breakfast and shower. Okay. And then we'll start the Pitocin. So it took like, I don't know, maybe hour, two hours after the Pitocin. And uh, my water broke, which again, like everyone kept saying, it's not like how it is in the movies. It's just, you know, it could be just a little trickle. It's no big deal. Right. No, mine was exactly how it was in the movies. It was like a gush waterfall everywhere, and it just kept coming. I did, which I didn't realize mm-hmm. about being pregnant. I just thought, in my mind, I guess because of the movies, when your water breaks, like it just breaks, right, and right, then right. It's done. No, it just keeps coming. It just like kept. Like, Does that feel like you're gushes. constantly peeing? Yeah, pretty much. When she handed me a towel, I just, like, kind of wiped myself off and went to go, like, you know, give it. And she's like, no, no, you're going to need that. 
it's like, oh, okay. I didn't realize. It doesn't. So it. So it's like. So you said it feels like you're peeing like a lot, but it's like it, it's but it's like doesn't stop. Yeah, no control over it. It's just like like does a it feel ball. like? But it's different for does every it person. Feel like you know when you go pee and you feel like relieved and it's like. Does yeah. it feel like no? That? There's no pressure. Oh, okay. I did hear a pop when it happened. Like Ooh. I legit heard pop, and like a it- pop in your vagina. <laughs> yeah, and then it yeah, and like and then it just went because I was laying down when it happened. I was trying to like take a little nap. Right, right, right. And uh, as I rolled over, that's when that's it, when it happened, yeah. right? So, um, and then contractions came on super fast, which I knew. See, I didn't want pitocin because I knew I was it was going to be once you start getting stuff it's like a like a domino effect of intervention Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. so the pitocin makes the contractions come on way faster way you know more intense um whereas if you did it uh you know naturally yeah they're still really hurt but it's slower you know it was more manageable at first they were coming like every eight minutes Mm -hmm. and that was like fine you know painful but fine i could definitely deal with it and then Within an hour, they were already coming at, like, two minutes apart. And I, like, felt like I couldn't breathe. And I was, like, uh, throwing up from the pain. So I was, like, okay, this isn't working. Let me – so I was, like, I need someone to check me to tell me, like, how how dilated am Mm -hmm, I? mm -hmm. Is this going to be, like, you know, if I'm further along, like, eight centimeters, I'll hold out. If I'm, you know, nowhere near and I have to endure this for, you know – eight ten more hours there's no right. way so yeah they they came in they were like oh you're only three three uh, centimeters dilated i was like okay yeah fuck this get me the epidural so, yeah <laughs> you know like no i way. told her she i was like that thing is i heard is like a lifesaver like yeah and i didn't even feel the needle like nope i really i was to- i was so afraid of it yeah um, i would be. did not feel it at I heard all it's big I, they don't show it to you. He like came behind me. Oh yeah, I think I that's they smart. made Chris leave the room. They didn't want, really. Yeah, because they didn't want him to like. I guess watch. I guess maybe people <sighs> pass out. Oh my god. Um no, but at that point I was so much in pain that I did not care. I was like, give this thing to me right now, and right. it's instant like pain relief. I was fine. I was good. Good. So that yeah, that was awesome. Um, and then I was a little disappointed that, you know, but I, you know, I knew at the beginning of this just to stay open because nothing ever really goes according to plan. Yeah. So, um, and then I'm trying to think that was probably around maybe like one or two in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I wasn't fully dilated till midnight. So I was just hanging out. I wasn't in pain though. So that was good. Um, then midnight it was time to push. I pushed for three hours, like tried every which, um, and at that point the epidural was wearing off, which they want it to wear off a little bit so you know when to push. Like they want you to feel, feel the something, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So and they tried, they tried so hard um, to like you know stretch me out, and I was trying all different ways and like you know uh, different positions to try to push him out, and then finally it was like three o'clock in the morning, and my midwife looked at me and she was like. Honey, you you know he's not coming. His head is too big. It keeps coning, but he's not. Right. He's too far up there. He his head is too big. He can't fit. And I just like remember I did like the silent tears down my face, and she felt so bad for me. She's like, "Listen, I'm not one to you know like 
give up or you know t- but you pushed for three hours like he's yeah. just you know it's not like you did a couple pushes and you know he could you have his is there any way that you could have like pushed a few more hours or that, that no, was it they, no because, yeah okay yeah no um i was getting too exhausted yeah and yeah no um so then finally they were like okay you know you uh you gotta get a c-section so i just you know so they and once I said yes, it was like two seconds of like, okay, I had to sign a, oh, they like put a iPad in front of my face. It was like, I guess the waiver forms now yeah, digital. Yeah. And I just remember they like lowered me on the, the gurney, changed it into like, you know, more of a OR bed. And I was like in the operating room within Quickly. like five minutes. Yeah. And then, which that's a whole other experience. It's so crazy to uh, like you feel so I still they you know gave me more mm-hmm. uh, epidural and you know other things too and you're flat on your back with the sheet like in front of your face right because they don't want you, they don't want you to see yeah, what's gonna yeah, be yeah. coming out of you Chris went and go you know went to go put on all of his uh I don't know like scrubs or whatever yeah like and so I just remember uh them saying you know we're ready or whatever. And then they started to cut. And all of a sudden I was like, I, I feel right. I'm like yelling. Cause I can't tell, you know, who's paying attention to me. There's so many people in the room and I'm like, hello, hello. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. And the anesthesiologist like, you know, pops his head over me. He goes, do you feel pain or you feel pressure? I was like, no, I feel pain. I feel pain. And they they had to like stop the clock and everything. And he had to give me more. And then they tried, you know, they started again. And I was like, okay, but it is so strange because you feel everything, just no pain. It is so crazy. Like, I felt them cut me and open. freaking me out. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's, like, it's very freaky. Once you're in, when you're in the moment and there's really no other choice that's happening, like, those kind of fears just kind of leave because you're just dealing with it. Um, but, yeah, I felt him, you know, the, them open me up and pull him out and, like, rummage around in there. It was God. very crazy. And, and then sewing me back up, which... I was like, that that was another thing that he came out pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, are they? And I remember looking up and saying, you know, like, are they almost done sewing me up? And mm. the guy again, the anesthesiologist, was like, you know, the baby comes out quick, but this takes a lot longer. And yeah. I was like, okay. So that it felt, I honestly don't know. It felt like it took maybe like 20, 25 minutes. I, it could have taken five minutes, but in my right. mind, it, because it was painful. Like the, uh, the nurse was like pushing on my stomach to like I guess get everything back in in order in place and getting air out and stuff and that hurt. I wanted to sit up and you know like punch her in the face <laughs> like okay that really freaking hurts, lady. But that you know they sewed me up and that was it. And then apparently, which I didn't know at the time, uh, I uh, had lost a lot of blood. So we ended up Chris and I ended up in like having to stay in the recovery room for like five hours, which freaking sucked. Chris slept. I felt so bad for him. He slept with my like overnight bag on his lap in a chair, just hunched over, like. For- but he could fall asleep anywhere. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He yeah. very he he falls asleep in his computer chair all the time. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, when he when I heard him cry, he came out and he cried and he had his little raspy voice. Like Aww. I just started crying, and it's still such a you know a, an amazing like moment. And they, Chris cut the cord and then they brought him over to me. And it's so funny. Like, I don't know if this happens to a lot of mothers or, 
but I instantly felt like I recognized him, like I had seen him before. Right. It's so it's such a strange right. thing. I know um, I read some, you know, before that the baby comes out resembling the father, and that goes back to, like, caveman times so that they recognize the baby and, mm-hmm. you know, they don't abandon it, which I think find interesting. So it's, like, an evolutionary Did thing. you read that somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Do you know um, where you read it? Uh, no, but I can find it again. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, instantly it was like, oh, like I know him. You know what I mean? It's so like that's I, so weird. Yeah, like I instantly recognized him as, you know, my baby. Like I had seen him before, and uh, yeah, so just lots lots of emotions, and I got lots of cute pictures of Chris holding him and stuff. And then you know, in the recovery room too, they're like, oh, you want to try breastfeeding? Meanwhile, I've been... You just want to recover. I went in Friday night. This is now Sunday morning. And yeah, exactly. And I saw, I mean, I said yes, but I'm like half So a lactation asleep. consultant came in the room? No, this was just like a nurse in the recovery. We, I was still in the re- uh, recovery room. And she's like, do you want to breastfeed? I'm like, sure. <laughs> Four o'clock in the morning. Like, Why not? Yeah. And... uh I did it. I was like falling asleep though. Cause she was like, Oh, well, you know, don't fall asleep. I'm like, okay, well then you stand right by my bed because mm-hmm, I've been mm-hmm. up now for how, God knows how many hours and I'm trying to do this, but also trying to, you know, right. I have no control over me falling asleep cause I'm beyond exhausted. So I did it for a few minutes and uh, they swaddled him and put him back now, like in the little thing next to me. But yeah, it was very exhausting. And then uh, just having to, you know, hydrate me. They pumped me with so many fluids that my legs blew up. I looked like. Because you're retaining water? <laughs> well, yeah, they just pumped me with so many fluids because I was dehydrated. I lost a lot of blood. So, gotcha. and then they were pumping me with, you know, just like all these IVs and legit, my legs look like tree trunks. Like. <laughs> and, oh my God. And then trying to, you know, walk. I'm trying to think. They made me walk like later that night. Mm-hmm. Um, getting out of bed just felt like I had like hundred pound weights on each leg. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it. I felt like the stay puff marshmallow from. Oh, like, <laughs> from, um, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's just like the, like when you walk like the, Oh, Oh, Oh my God. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Thankfully, eventually that happened to me, believe it or not, that happened to me on a flight coming home from Mexico. Like I retained a lot of water in my ankles and my calves. And like when I jumped from the escalator onto the floor because I was like rushing to go grab my bag so I can get home. I was, you know, I was exhausted. It was a long flight. I got on the plane at like 645 a.m. And uh, I just remember I was like, that didn't feel right. Yeah. My ankles were swollen. This was, yeah. I mean, my you saw my feet before mm-hmm. I gave birth. They were big. Mm-hmm. This was, like, even bigger than that. And then it went up my whole, God. My whole, like, all my life. Did they, they say to put um compression socks on. Yeah. Well, I had, while I was laying in the bed, they had those uh, compression, like, I don't know what they're technically called. They're the things that, like, go around your legs and then they blow up. Like, they... As a machine? In, yeah, they inflate and then they deflate. Oh, it's for people that suffer from um, lymphedema, which yeah. is like a – which is a, like I don't know what – it's like a condition where you naturally – your body naturally retains that yeah. water constantly. Yeah. I mean, after surgery, I, they just do it um, automatically now so you don't get blood clots and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, those things were super annoying. They were so loud. And every time yeah. they made the popping sound, Ew. he would like 
Austin would like jump because it was so loud. But and I then, know. you know, I really appreciate all the nurses in, you know, at the hospital. And but it's just funny because you don't get a second to just like close your eyes. They are constantly coming in. I know. Constantly, no matter day or night, me. you know, lights could be off. They don't care. They flip on the lights. Oh, coming in, check the vitals. Blah, 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 doing mm-hmm, this, doing mm-hmm. this. And I get it. I understand it. I appreciate it. But at the same time, it's like, oh, my God, leave me alone, please. I just want, you know, like, I didn't sleep at all, basically, in the hospital because they were constantly coming in. People, I get then it. I would try to, like, breastfeed. I'm so surprised considering because of um, protocol because of COVID. Well, you had I had to Chris and I both were tested, so I didn't. When have you to, walk, when you come in when to the I, hospital, yeah, right? When I was checked yeah. in. So uh, once they got the test results back, I didn't have to wear a mask. Chris had to wear a mask the whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, as as long as there was somebody else in the room, he had to wear a mask. Um, but I didn't, so that was nice. That's good because uh, I good. know you know other people. Um, you know, even when Tara gave birth, she had to wear one if there was someone else in the room. So, but I don't think they made her while she was pushing. Um, but I didn't have to wear one at all. So I was, you know, appreciative of that. But, um, yeah, no, they just, every two seconds, whether it was checking the baby's vitals or the hearing or coming in to give me, you know, pain medicine or it was just nonstop, nonstop. <laughs> one, wow. one guy to check my incision, the same guy who, uh, mm-hmm. you know, had his hand up me two minutes after I met him when we first were admitted. He came in, I think at like 4 a.m. At least he was nice. He had a headlight on, so he didn't turn the lights on. He's like, oh, I'm just here to check your incision with a little headlamp. And But again, like, oh my God. lift up my hospital gown. Here you go. Like, just, yeah. It was oh pretty my crazy. God. And then uh, it was nice when I was finally able to shower the next day. That was... That was really nice. But you feel more human. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. And then uh, finally we were able to come home. And it's it was definitely, you know. And it's funny because I, being a nanny, I'm going on 12 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I felt very confident. and mm. But it's funny when it's your own. And I knew I was expecting this to happen, but not yes. as much. Yeah. I am so nervous, which is crazy because, you know, I've taken care of infants for, for so many time. years. And, yeah. But I'm so but it's nervous. It's always different when it's your own child. I'm constantly thinking of like worst case scenarios, which is horrible. And I'm thinking the difference like, is like, you know, when and you'll agree with me on this because I do this for a living also is you give them back at a certain time and right. then you don't have to worry about it right. when you go home. And now yeah. you're you're going home and now having to worry about right. it still. I'm constantly. Yeah, I'm constantly worried. Because it's over. It's, you know, because before you were able to decompress and right. you were able to like just relax before right. you Not start the next day. Now, anymore, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, no. I'm off the clock now. Right. Now you're still on the clock no matter yeah. what you do. Yeah. And it's just, I think, you know, it's hormones and stuff. Like, I'll look at him mm-hmm. and I'll just cry. <laughs> and I'm like, I, and I'm not that type of person. So I just find it so funny. Like, I right. can, if I stare at him too long, I'll cry. He smiled at me and, like, kind of laughed. Mm-hmm. I cried. Mm-hmm. I, it's just like, it's like, oh, my God. But, yeah, and I have these, like, crazy thoughts in my head. Like, oh, my God. Like, you know, like, is he breathing? I need to check. And yeah. It, and it's normal. I understand. Yeah. And, and then in the beginning, too, with the breastfeeding was, was hard. And they... And it's like every mom goes through this mm-hmm. of feeling like, you know, with the breastfeeding, you're not 
um, like uh, producing enough. It doesn't come in right away. So mm-hmm. I had that moment of, oh my God, I'm, you know, I'm not producing enough to feed But him. that's normal. And yeah, cried about that. <laughs> so had a, yeah, had a rough first week with, you know, learning to breastfeed and stuff like that. I, but yeah, and then it doesn't help that your emotions and your hormones are so out of whack. Right. So, you know, you really can't control it. So you're just a little more irrational than normal. And, but it, you know, it's been so great. And he's getting on a, you know, better sleep schedule. So, and also I went back to work through, you know, after, after three like, weeks. Yeah. Less than a month. Everyone thinks I'm freaking right. crazy, especially since I had a C-section. But, yeah. Um, I went back to work and it's we've been making it work. And tomorrow, though, because it's been nice, Chris had it took off eight weeks. He, you know, he's so lucky. He's such yeah, a lucky bird. He had eight weeks um, of paternity leave, and it was great because he stayed with Austin in the morning and he bonded with him. He did a morning feeding. He changed mm. him. He got him dressed for me when I would have to run and you know get the girls off to school, and then I'd come home and you know he'd be already back to sleep, all set for the day. So I'd get some stuff done. So, uh, so we'll see. So starting tomorrow, I have to bring him with me in the mornings. It's not going to be that big of a deal, but, and now the weather's nicer too. So that was my yes. concern. I didn't yeah. want to take him out when it was freezing. It was freezing and we had a really rough winter. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. And when we'll be back, we'll talk about, um, the list of TV shows that she watched or <laughs> yeah. what we watched together during her maternity leave. So yes. we'll be back in a few. Okay, guys. Hey, we're back. And we figured that we would segue into, uh, talking about, uh, Andrea's breastfeeding experience and what she will be doing next. And, um, you know, how it, what, it, what would you call it? Like post, what yeah. is it called? Post baby, post, post well, it's postpartum, postpartum. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, I just wanted to mention a few things that have helped me, um, with breastfeeding. Cause like I said, it was really hard and, uh, emotional the first few weeks mm-hmm. and everyone seems to go through the same thing. Um, Tara, who we've had on the show actually, um, suggested a few things for me that helped her. One is um, the Mother's Milk Tea mm-hmm. by Traditional Medicinals. Um, it I drink it now every morning, whether it's um, hot. I was drinking it hot, and then I realized I could actually drink it cold. Drink it cold, or too, I, on and, ice. and I drink it, you know, just I fill up like a huge thing of water. That's also really important, um, staying hydrated. Just you think you, you know, drink enough water, drink even more than that because um, – you don't realize like how much it actually like you know water you need to make the milk my hair was dry my skin was dry Mm -hmm. plus it's winter which doesn't help right constantly washing my hands but no this was like next level dry Mm. um and then also uh tara had made these lactation cookies Mm. um and i think it's the brewer's yeast and the oatmeal that's in it that actually you know they say it helps um it really helped me the next day i was able to pump double the amount right that i did the following or had ever done before so um she sent me the recipe if anyone is interested we can post it on our instagram right um they taste really good too which good <laughs> which is nice um and oatmeal too i noticed helps um but so I just got the clear, you know, six weeks. I got my clear that I can start working out. So I'm excited to um, 
you know, go back. I mean, I haven't, I did work out a decent amount throughout my pregnancy. I think I stopped around like eight months Mm -hmm. just because it was winter and I started, you know, I was just busy. Um, Not that I like couldn't do it, but um, I miss working out. I was going to a really fun dance class. Right. You did Um, tell me that. I love that. Um, So I, you know, I want to, I have to ease into it, so we'll see. But I really would love to get back to that. But starting tomorrow, because March 1st, uh, they also put me on birth control. So mm. <laughs> um, I had to, and I'm a little worried because I was never able to take um, pill birth control because it would make me really sick. So, but I can't have birth control that has estrogen in it while I'm breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. So there's, um, so I have to take this pill. So I'm starting tomorrow. So hopefully it's fine. Um, that, you know, it doesn't make me sick or whatever. Yeah. So I'm going to start that and then I'm going to do um, Whole30, a round of Whole30, which I've done multiple times. Right, right. Um, and re- I think we've talked about it before it, on the show previously. It really works for me just to get like, you know, kind of like a detox. Um, I don't really, dr- I don't drink uh, cow's milk anymore because I've done Whole30 a bunch of times and I noticed that it really has an effect on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I switched to Ripple milk which right. is like the pea protein yeah um which I, I i love it to me it's the closest thing to real milk i've tried almond milk i've tried coconut milk i've tried oat milk i've tried everything um and that is the closest to me the same like consistency yeah does it taste like whole milk uh, or just like a two percent thick. it's thick like whole milk mm. Um, but I used to drink like fat-free milk anyway. Chris thinks it's like water. Yeah, <laughs> we he likes uh, dirt likes um, whole milk. Yeah, Chris I try to get whole milk too. Yeah, and um, I try to get like one percent or two percent, and he knows the difference. Yeah, he's like it's like watered down. Yeah, um, but even with like you know fat-free milk, I still noticed that um, it would like upset my stomach, or I'd, it caused a lot of inflammation when I first did uh, whole thirty, and I stopped. Mm all dairy mm-hmm. i noticed the because i you know i tend to have like puffy cheeks just naturally i've always right. had them i stopped dairy and my face slimmed down. down yeah slimmed down so much gotcha. um so yeah so i'm kind of looking forward to that i feel my best when i'm on doing whole 32 i right. have to say i have so much more energy um and i mean it's really important to eat healthy while you know you're breastfeeding I, I mean, it's it's important to eat healthy while you're pregnant too, but that doesn't necessarily happen. This whole pregnancy, I didn't was not interested in any vegetables or anything unless it was on like a sandwich, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I, I get did, it. I did not want to eat lettuce or tomato unless it was on, on like a cheeseburger. So, um, but I so I have to you know get back into uh, really eating well and whole thirty for me is like such a great way to do that. So, yeah, I'm hoping uh, to, you know, start Whole30 and stick to it and get exercising again because I, I instantly lost uh, 20 pounds, which was nice after I gave birth, but I got a long way to go to where I want to be. But you'll get there. Yeah. No, I know. And I'm, I'm not putting any pressure on myself, but just m- most important to me is being healthy and knowing that I'm eating well to give the right nutrients to Austin. Yes. So. That's the most important because yeah. you will lose the weight. It does yeah. take time. Yeah. Yeah. They say, like, you know, give yourself. It took nine months to grow a baby. At least give yourself nine months to, you know, try to get back to normal. Don't right. put pressure on yourself, which I'm, you know, I'm not. Um, 
but I do. Then there's people that are like freaks of nature that lose baby weight <laughs> yeah. in like well, a look, month. Yeah, look at Tara. She's like, you know. Back to herself. Back to normal. Yeah, but she was also, you know, she was very thin to start. So, um, you know, it, it depends on body, body shape and stuff like that. But I would like to uh, fit back into my jeans and stuff like that. I get it. Yeah. I don't want to have You'll to You'll be so my... excited once you're, like, back into your old, you know, your yeah, old jeans. exactly, exactly. So, yeah, right now I look in the mirror. <laughs> I look in the mirror and I look exhausted. And I, you know, I'm just, none of my clothes fit right. So I'm just looking forward to getting into a good routine. And hopefully, so that's, so next time we do a podcast, I'll give you guys an update on how uh, my whole 30 is going. Good. And uh, how just, like, yeah. My new, my new routine. Good. Yeah. I know. I told Francesca that I was going to do, like I told you before, I was yeah. going to do those walks mm-hmm. this week. That didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, it's, it's, it. you know what, everything's, I mean, I stopped smoking. Mm-hmm. That's I'm big. drinking less. I'm drinking a lot of water. Mm-hmm. I'm that taking really my vitamins, you know, so, you know, it's. it's a step-by-step process yeah. and now that the weather is starting to get a little nicer now right. i have more of a reason to yeah um want to go for a walk and he's got to go for a walk because he's gained two pounds since december oh my goodness poor cody a little sausage little sausage roll yeah he went from 11 pounds to 13.5 pounds oh my goodness right oh boy cody oh yeah so yeah, yeah. I'm walks are happening take, soon yeah we should go on walks on the weekends too with yeah. austin i have not used yeah. my stroller once yet. I'll, i got the str- i got a stroller too yeah, so we can use stroller. the dog stroller but he's got to go for an actual real walk yeah, he's walk. <laughs> exactly no but i haven't been able to use my stroller yet because it's been i know too cold too cold and we've know, had a really bad winter here yeah. in new york and i'm not about to bring him out you know with it is still like pandemic, so and yeah. he hasn't had any shots yet. So, so it's all yeah. right, but we, we'll get there. The warmer weather will be here I know. soon enough. I know. I can't. I'm going tomorrow to pick out his Easter outfit. I'm so oh excited. My, God. <laughs> <laughs> my mom ordered him a um, it's really nice uh, Easter basket from Pottery Barn. It's gigantic, though. I it's like I did not realize how big the large is. I'll have to show you a picture. It's but bigger than him. Yeah, I'm actually thinking of maybe doing an Easter mini Easter photo shoot and putting him in, in the, the basket. basket. Yeah, there you go. So, cause it, yeah, it's like really big, but he'll have it forever. Like I still have my mom. Still, I know I'm 32 years old, going on 33, but my mom still gives me an Easter basket every year. That's okay. And my mom the gives original, me a Valentine's Day gift yeah, every year, so. and it's the original Easter basket that I had when I was a kid. There you go. So it's. And his is really cute. It's embroidered. It has his name on it and everything. So that's cute. Yeah. No, I'm excited. So yeah. BBA. Yeah. I'm gonna do a little Easter photo shoot. I'm excited. <laughs> um, do you want to segue into what you were watching yes. on television <laughs> yeah. while you were on your maternity leave and right. not hanging out with us on the show? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I they tell you also like. Oh, sleep when the baby sleeps. or do- Right. Yeah, that doesn't happen because you're sitting at home and you're looking around and you're like, oh, I got to get this done. Oh, I got to get this mm-hmm. done. But mm-hmm. then on the other hand, he's also wanting to eat like every second it feels like or you're pumping or this. Right. So, yeah, I did end up watching. And I also had no energy. Um, so I did end up, end up watching a lot of TV um, and 
I'm obsessed. So I started watching before I uh, went on my maternity leave. I know I'm very late to the game. I had never watched Veronica Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I watched that when it first came out. Yeah, I never watched it, which like is years ago. Which I was I, in high school. I love those type of shows, like you know, like uh, the murder mystery, whatever. Yeah, love those shows. Um, so I'm surprised it. I never watched it. Mm. So I caught up, and then you know they had ended after season three, mm-hmm. and then recently in 2019 they came out with you know a final season. Mm-hmm. And I'm the only reason I'm mentioning it is, and I won't ruin it for anyone who hasn't seen it. But I am so pissed off of how they ended the it. The way they ended the show. I, right. It ruined my day. I was Aww. so angry. I couldn't believe it. And, yeah, I just, I can't. I, again, like I said, I don't want to ruin it for anyone. But I watched it, and I was so disappointed and legit angry at how I wanted to, like, <laughs> Chris is laughing at me. He's like, oh, you're going to. You write a letter? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to write it. Well, it's on Netflix, right? It was yeah. on Netflix? But it's uh, it's Rob Thomas who actually uh, did that show, which I didn't really? Realize. Yeah, he did iZombie, too, if you had Yeah, he, I, I like that. I watched that, like, a while ago. But, um, yeah. I, oh, my gosh. I'm still so pissed off about it. I, <laughs> I'm so angry. I don't know why they chose to do that, but, yeah, frustrating. Oh, God. Yeah. But, so that, I finished that. Okay. Ruined my day. Um, Another really good one, but old as well. Not too old. I think it came out in 2019. Tara told me about it um, on Netflix, Outer Banks. Okay. Um, Basically, it's uh, based, or it's um, filmed out of the Outer Banks in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. It's about, like, teenagers, one, two different, like, groups of teenagers, mostly the... um, the kids that, like, are locally from there grew up there mm-hmm. versus the kids that are, like, the rich kids that are just va- vacation there. And then they go on um, a treasure hunt and, like, it's all, yeah, it's really good. But um, I would definitely recommend that. Mm-hmm. I was laughing because Chris and I watched the last episode and mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, without getting into too much detail, again, don't want to ruin it. Um, there's a sad part and I, you know, I'm emotional as it is. So I'm like tearing up and, uh, Chris ha- had not watched the whole series with me and he had just watched the episode before and then this one and he, he goes, he says to the TV, like, why would they do that? And I turn around and he has tears in his eyes oh, <laughs> and then we both started hysterically laughing because Chris is not like that. He is not an emo- emotional person. Right. I've known him my whole life. I think I've seen him cry maybe twice. So it just was oh funny God. to me that <laughs> here he is sitting there all teary eyed over this show. Um, so that was a really good show. I don't know if they're coming out with a second season because, uh. They, you know, that, like I said, that was in 2019. And, they and have, then where do you, and you can watch Outer Banks on, on Netflix. Netflix. It's a Netflix okay. original, yeah. Okay. But that was really good, too. Okay. Um, what is, you, I know, watched um, The Undoing. I have yet to watch that, but. And That's on HBO Max. HBO Max. I watched Very The good. Flight Attendant, but you didn't so watch So we have that. to swap. Yeah. Because we're sharing an HBO account. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the undoing is about uh, Nicole Kidman mm-hmm. 
And she is just basically like an Upper East Side, you know, housewife. And she's got like the perfect family. Her husband's a, a doctor in New York City. And Hugh, Grant. Uh, he, Hugh Grant plays yeah. her husband. And her um, son goes to like a, like a prestigious uh, like school, mm-hmm. you know, um, in Manhattan. And it evolves. Uh, Everything is centered, obviously, around a murder that one of the parents um, of the kid that is in her son's class had. Plays, you know, Hugh Grant plays him. Right. And uh, because he had this, like, extremely steamy affair with um, with her, with okay. the woman that was killed. Okay. So it goes, it, it, you know, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, yeah. but it, it gets very deep. And um, Donald Sutherland plays her father. Okay. And it's, 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 it's well cast. It's very well cast. Um, it's only six episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's just a... It you like know, a it's a mini series. It's yeah. not going to have like another season. I wish it would. Yeah. I mean, I would love to know what happens, you know, after the fact. But um, yeah, it would. I, I, you know, I was kind of disappointed when it was over. I was like, oh, six episodes. That's it. You yeah. know. Yeah. But um, so yeah, that's what the undoing is basically about. But I don't want to tell you what happens. Yeah. Because it was well, gonna- the flight attendant too, and I know uh, Kelly. Quo-quo. Quo-quo, yeah. Yeah, she... Uh, From The Big Bang. She got a Golden Globe nomination for it. Really? Yeah. Good for her. Um, it was really good. Intense. It was interesting to see her play a completely different character, because usually she's on, like, funny sitcoms, you know? Right. Um, this was a very serious role for her. Mm-hmm. Um, I did find myself saying a couple times, like, it was frustrating to watch her character, not because she wasn't playing it well, but because she plays... Um, a woman who's you know really struggles with um alcohol addiction and she just like her life is such a mess and then she gets entangled with this again murder right um and she is having these flashbacks because at first she doesn't remember you know what happened because she was drunk right okay and um so there's multiple times throughout the you know the show that you're just want to like reach through the tv and be like get your shit together (laughs) you know like but but honestly like that's the life of someone that's, you know... A flight attendant. No, I wasn't going to say... Oh, okay. Of a, you know, of an addict of, you know, they, it, it's not like a quick end of episode, they're all back to normal, you know? Oh. It's, it's a long, drawn-out process, and a lot of people don't ever get help. Um, but, so, it, you know, you, you want the her to get her shit together Do and figure this out. Do you think the reason why she's drinking and stuff in the show is because she's a flight attendant. Like, no. they're a very busy sca- Like, I keep hearing, like, they... Well, not now so much because of the pandemic, but yeah. before COVID had happened, I heard, like, they're they're never home. Yeah, no, they are. They aren't. They're constantly somewhere else. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. You... you uh, she has flashbacks also of her childhood, and that mm. explains mm. a lot. Okay. So, no, it has nothing to do with her being okay. a flight attendant. But, um... Yeah, so that part's a little frustrating, but again, mm-hmm. it's it's more true to real life, you know, about living with an addiction and what yeah. they go through. But it's really good. It gets very intense. 
It's a little gory. I know you. Uh, yeah, but the, or the undoing was a little gory. They did yeah. show her getting kind of oh, bludgeoned. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that stuff doesn't bother me. It's Chris makes fun of me all the time. He's like, how can you eat and watch these shows? Yeah, <laughs> like, I can't. I, get, I agree with Chris. I can't. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't even faze me. Um, but, yeah, no, that's a really good one. Another um, miniseries on Netflix is mm. uh, The Queen's Gambit. Did you watch I that? never watched it, but that was nominated, I heard, for a Golden Globe it, That also. was really good. And I know nothing about chess. Yeah, um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not good. I know nothing. Chess. I don't even yeah. know how to play. Chris is supposed to teach me, but never did. Um, that was really good. Really, really good. I you would love it. I think you should watch it. Next chance yeah. you get. Okay. Make, well, I might put be that watching your, that next. Yeah. Put that in your queue. Another um show that I wanted to talk about. It was it's not a series, it was just a documentary. Um the Amy Schumer one that was on HBO Max called Expecting. Oh, that I didn't see. You need to oh, watch yeah. that yeah. because you it was well, you guys weren't pregnant around the same time, but yeah. like she had went through something very similar to, you know, what you went through mm-hmm. where she wasn't planning on um she was planning on having like an oh, I think she said that she was having an at home delivery that she was gonna yeah. do a delivery she had rented a home like up in the mountains upstate oh. New York and she was gonna do it up there and mm-hmm. then it got to a point where she was in like constant pain and she was still vomiting and mm-hmm. it was just her pregnancy was horrendous yeah. and then she had to go in um to do uh, an emergency c-section mm-hmm. and they showed the whole thing on oh, the show really? yeah <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe they went above the curtain oh, the camera. Oh, it was like a lot. Yeah. yeah. And it, and um, later on, you f- we find out that um, she had, like, endometriosis. Oh, and, yeah. and then she had other complications. Mm-hmm. And that's why she was constantly sick throughout her pregnancy. And, that makes sense. And it was just, yeah, so it was it was good. And then it also highlights, you know, the Netflix uh, special that she did when she was pregnant. And we right. watched that. Yes. That yeah. was That's still on Netflix. Um, but, um, and they also um, talk about her husband's, um, I believe he's got. He's autistic. He's autistic, yeah. yeah. So he wasn't diagnosed until like a few months before oh, really? their son was born. Oh, yeah. Wow. They just, you know, his family just always assumed that he was just different okay. and um, they never really acknowledged it or paid mm-hmm. much attention to it. And, you know, Amy noticed it and she didn't want to say anything. And um, she felt like maybe he needed to talk to somebody and maybe get like a real diagnosis, oh, you know, wow. on it. And they document that on the show. And oh, okay. I thought it was, I thought it was very interesting. Yeah. That's pretty crazy to not be diagnosed until you're a full adult. Mm-hmm. I guess. I, I think, I'm I'm sure I believe happens, he's 40. But, I, I believe well. he's like 40 years old. Well. I mean, he's a, he's a, like a fan. I, apparently he's like a professional chef. Mm-hmm. He's got his own. Um, TV show on the Food Network. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. Very yeah. cool. So, um, another show we both watched, and I know I as soon as I watched it, I called her and I said, did you watch it yet? <laughs> um, it's very, very popular. I'm sure everybody's heard about it. Bridgerton. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. my God. It's funny because I don't usually watch things because like they're you know trending or popular like I always am a little late and to the it game was with stuff. it was trending during Christmas yeah it was yeah I was even a little late because I didn't watch it yeah I didn't after. watch it until January yeah um and I just figured 
Because I know I'm the type of person, I'm sure a lot of you are, when I start something, mm-hmm. like a you series, want, I right. need to, like, watch the whole watch thing. Watch it. Yep. Yeah. So, and these were hour-long hour episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, I'm not going to get anything done, you know? Mm-hmm. So, this time was perfect. Like, I think I watched it in maybe two days. Yeah. Um, I get it. And, and it's like 10 it episodes. It was so good. So good. And I called yeah. it. I knew exactly who... Uh, Lady Whistledown was... Lady Whistledon. Yeah. Yeah. Was right away. I was yeah. like, I, you know, I think it's her. And, uh, yeah. And then it turned out to be her, so I was happy about it. But, um, yeah, no, it's so good. And Chris kept, like, turning around, like, seeing what I was watching. And he's like... It's like, it's like so soft yeah. core porn. Yeah, and well, like, what did you say? It's a cross between a Jane Austen novel and Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. So he would turn around and be like, are you watching... I'm like no I promise I'm not it's- and the girl and the girl uh what's the lead actress oh oh god oh. I forgot her name she was on younger yes yeah so yeah, that was I Which was like coming- she looks so familiar I was like wait do I know her from yeah somewhere? and I couldn't figure it out until you said she's mm-hmm. from younger mm-hmm. here I'm looking at well, her name because I can't remember yeah I can't remember either but the show was so good I didn't think I was going to like it. And then the more I, I heard about it and, like, it was getting such rave reviews mm-hmm. and people were posting about it on um, on uh, Instagram and uh, everyone kept on talking about uh, the Duke. Yes. Oh, my God. Which it's funny. I saw him in an interview and that's – I mean, he's, he still has a British accent, but he's not – that's not really his accent. It's different. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> He's really cute. Yeah. He's really good looking. But yeah, that was another great show. Um, another show that we both like is The Prodigal Son yeah. on Fox. Again, if you like, you know, murder mystery shows, mm-hmm. um, this is intense. Like, I I get excited. I'm like, oh, is it on Hulu yet? You know? Like, I don't know. I think they skipped last week because I went to go look for it on Hulu this week and I haven't seen a new episode yet. I think. Didn't, uh, did I watch last week's? Or was that two weeks ago? The one, the one where you find out that the sister might have killed somebody. Yeah. Yeah, that, and that was, le- that's where it left off. Okay. They, so, so we, we haven't, haven't caught up. It. At, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, I always watch that one and the, um, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Every, yeah, a lot of people like that show. Yeah. That was nominated also for a Golden Globe. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, not too much of a storyline. You really watch. I mean, yeah, you watch it, though. Like, I just love anything musical. So, I'm like, I'm down And everybody, for it. please watch Shit's Creek on oh, Netflix. Yeah. If you have, All the seasons are on Netflix. If you haven't watched Shit's Creek, you've been living under a rock. Because. At this point. That, they got, they're nominated, too. Again, they were yeah. nominated last year. They did, I mean, they're raking in the Golden Globes. Yeah. They're raking no. them in. Hands down, best show. Yes. But, um. Yeah, no. If you haven't watched It's Creek, that that should be number one. But by now, you should have. Yeah, no excuses, absolute, people. You yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Creek. go watch It's Creek. Um, and then another show that we both watch also was on Disney Plus, WandaVision. Oh yeah, Chris and I just watched that last night because yep. you and Rick were talking about it Friday. Yes. And uh, I'm not even a huge like I've watched. I know you're a huge Marvel. Fan. Yeah, I You've love seen it. Every single one. Yeah, I've seen every single one all in order. I have not. I've seen a handful. Um, there's just there's so many. How many movies? A lot. Yeah. I can't even count. I I've seen um, I've seen most of them. 
I haven't seen like you know like the random like I think I've seen the first Thor. I don't think I saw any others after I've that. Like, like I haven't seen any of the um, the Hulks stuff like there's that. There's only one. Seen... There's really technically only oh. in this series. There's only one Hulk. Of uh, what's yeah, they name? never continued, and because the guy who originally played Hulk. Um, didn't continue playing him. They right. switched it to Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I haven't yeah. seen, um, and I feel like I saw Endgame. I know I saw Endgame, but for some mm-hmm. reason, like, I don't have a good memory of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but anyway, so you don't need to really know too much about the Marvels, yeah. I feel like, to watch right, Wanda. WandaVision. Obviously, it helps. They will, tell, they will touch. They always go back. They right. talk a lot they about flashback. what happened, why they're in the situation they are in right. now. Because so. I couldn't fully remember yeah, yeah, when yeah. we were watching it last night. Um, but it was really good. Yeah. I yeah. don't like that the episodes are short. I yeah. feel like they're very... Um, yeah, they're, yeah quick. they're like, they're it's like, minutes. yeah, it's like 20 to 30 minute episodes and it's like, Ugh. well, because in the beginning it's supposed to be like a sitcom. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's like Marvel crossed with like, I love Lucy, Bewitched yeah. and I Dream a Genie. And then they do the, um, modern, when Nick, modern Jean, family, the Brady Bunch, the Brady Bunch yeah. and then I feel like it was something else. The Modern Family was the last Oh, and uh, Sean said when they got to the 80s part, they were, it was like. Oh, Malcolm in the Middle. And Malcolm in the middle, yeah. And then um, when they did the '80s one, what did he say it was not? It was a growing pains. Oh yeah, and yeah. something else. I can't remember what yeah. the other one was, but yeah, it was like step by step, step by step. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, we recommend that you guys watch yeah, *On Division*. Really it was really good. And then um, we highly, highly recommend that you watch the Hulu documentary on um, FX on uh, the New York Times framing Britney Spears. And mm-hmm. I wanted to leave our last, you know, 15 minutes on talking about this yeah. because this was such a hot topic in the last uh, couple weeks. And I've been listening on, um, you know, other people's podcasts mm-hmm. and talk radio and on Instagram about everybody has been chit-chatting about it the last two weeks about how, you know, this whole free Britney thing mm-hmm. is just like, in the beginning people were like not really, they couldn't really understand it. Right. And now after watching the documentary, yeah. it's like, okay, you know, let's dive deep into mm-hmm. why she is the way she is and a lot of it has to do with, um, you know how the media portrayed her at mm-hmm. such an early age, yeah. and it was just yeah, yeah, just a lot. It is yeah. You definitely see a different side that you necessarily don't really think about. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you are you know follow if you're a fan or just follow her on Instagram. Um, lately, even I've made comments to you or you know in, to myself like. If what you the if you hell if you doing? you know we like Dawn we love her yeah we absolutely I mean we wanted to see her in Vegas and me um, myself and Dirt love like yeah. Dirt loves her um you know yeah I've been a fan for a long time but I was just genuinely concerned like what the hell you know when you go and look at her Instagram she just doesn't like what's with the crop tops and why is her hair look like. Yeah. Who and, did it and ran. And, like, she's spinning and she's dancing and she's doing and all these gyrating. Like she just got off yeah, she doesn't, tour and then never took a shower. Right. I just don't understand. And she just doesn't look well. Yeah. You know, is this a cry for help? What What? What is it? You yeah. know? And then, 
Um, and talking in that weird baby voice. Yeah, because when you go and look back at other interviews, she doesn't sound like that. Now all of a sudden she has like a very baby like this, and I, you, you know, and then she's it seems like she's got a very wonderful uh, boyfriend. Boy, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, that's why I'm just as a fan, like genuinely concerned about her well being and what is going on. But right. Yeah, it's hard to like follow her because. You look at it and you're like, what is going on? This how what does it say about your mental health that you're getting in front of a camera and posting these videos thinking that you seem you know like Right. And then it, it it adds more fuel to her right. father's claim saying that he she needs to stay under the conservatorship because right. she's not well. Yeah. Um when all these other people that were in the documentary saying that she, it, you know, she is yeah, well. She's able she's, to make, she's able to make sound decision. mind decisions. Yeah. So, um, you know, I just, it's, you know, we all, you know, when she shaved her head, a lot of people said, you know, oh, what a crazy bitch. You know, yeah. this bitch is crazy. Bah, 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 crazy, crazy, crazy. And now it, it now that they deep dived into yeah. that, we're all like, wow, there was a reason why she did that. It yeah. was like, it, I think it got to, it got to a point where it got to be like too much. Yeah. And she felt like, you know what, you put me on this pedestal and you motherfuckers dragged me fucking down. I'm going to shave my head. I'm going to do what I want to yeah. do. And you keep, be, you know, you know, berating me with cameras right. and da, 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 da. And it was just like, you know. So she also was popular in a time where it was still like socially acceptable to be so rude and misogynistic to women. Yeah. You know, they show that a lot in her interviews. Interviews, yeah. In, instead of asking about her or her songs or whatever, it's they comment on her her boobs or they say something that's super inappropriate even when she was a little if kid. She's a virgin. On, you yeah, know, they yeah. Her, like things that nowadays, you it's know, not acceptable. Not acceptable. Thanks you know, and partly to the Me Too movement and stuff like that. But um, it's just pretty crazy. Even when she was, like, a little kid on, was it Star, Star Search? Search? Yeah. Um, just the questions that she was asked. Again, like, it's just, it's crazy. And then they talk about how after she had uh, her first child, how she had um, postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, fueled a lot of the... Um, just her erratic behavior mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah being constantly stalked and you know bothered by paparazzi and right yeah it's pretty it i felt really felt for her and it makes a lot of sense about what you know goes on because as as fans and you know people so far away from the actual person we only see what the media posts i mean now because of instagram and stuff like that the stars have more of a they control more of what their fans get to see, you know, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to where a couple years ago where it was just the only time we really saw a celebrity was paparazzi photos. Right. You know, right. Now they we they can talk right to us on there and and they're in on their uh, social media. Yeah. So. So. But I, I you know, I watched the documentary first mm-hmm. and then I told her about it. And I was like, we. I don't care if I have to watch it again. It was so good. Um, so I we watched it, and it, I it does make you see things, you know, yeah, differently. Yeah, 
and you yeah you want <laughs> all of a sudden by the time you are done watching it even if you're not really a fan of Britney you're gonna be like you'll jump on the free Britney pretty bad wagon yeah, yeah. like oh my goodness like yeah absolutely because nobody should be treated that way yeah absolutely not but that was our list of shows yeah that we I'm trying to think if there if is there any other show that any we were show. interested in I feel like there. I thought of one before and then I can't remember. Yeah, nope. So pregnancy brain is still a thing. I'm like uh, on mush. My brain is mush. Yeah, but, no, I think uh, that was pretty much all the the shows. The shows. Yeah. Yeah. But is there anything you want to add before we sign out? Uh, no, I think uh, I will update you guys on Whole30. Whole30 and just how, yeah, life is going with the baby. Yeah. And uh, if you guys have any ideas or anything that you want us to talk Mm -hmm. about, please feel free to DM us at Long Island Ladies on Instagram or email us at, you know, at thelongislandladies at gmail.com. And I guess we'll leave it there. So, guys, don't forget to rate. What is it? Rate, review, subscribe. Please. We want really good. We want more listeners. We want you guys to leave, you know, nice messages and stuff like that. So, but we will catch you guys on the next episode. And, you know, again, if you have any ideas on anything you want us to talk about or if you want any, you know, if you have any guest ideas, if you want, you know, us to interview anybody, please let us know. Don't forget. All right, guys, we will see you on the next episode. Have an amazing week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Long Island Ladies Podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Cheers.